0: Our scripture reading this morning comes from the book of James, excerpts from chapters three and four. Hear these words of scripture. Who is wise and understanding among you? Let them show it by their good life, by deeds done in the humility that comes from wisdom. But if you harbor bitter envy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast about it or deny the truth. Such wisdom does not come down from heaven What causes fights and quarrels among you, don't they come from your desires that battle within you? You desire but do not have, so you kill. You covet but you cannot get what you want, so you quarrel and fight. You do not have because you do not ask God. When you ask, you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives, that you may spend what you get on your pleasures. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God.
1: Thanks, Marla. We are in this series on James, and I love um, my favorite kind of description of James is a beautiful punch in the gut for those of us who want to follow Jesus. And this this scripture is an example of that. James does not mince words. And today, and while I was Reading this scripture and and, tr- and thinking about these two different kinds of wisdom, I was reminded of my garden. I, some of you know that I grew a vegetable garden on the side of the parsonage this year, and this was my first garden that I grew all by myself. I used to have help from my grandma and my mom, and, and they weren't there to, to kind of guide me through this year, and so I figured it out myself. I was, I've been very excited to see all of the fruit and the vegetables that we're going to grow, and to eat them, and to give them to Russ's restaurant, and it was just going to be fantastic. But I learned something this year. Did you know that there are two different kinds of fertilizer. There's a fertilizer that will help your plants to grow big and beautiful and be green and gorgeous and lush and produce barely any fruit. And then there's fertilizer that will help your plants to grow. I feel like you guys already know where I'm going with this, so we're just gonna go with it, okay? Then there's some fertilizer that will help your plants to grow big and beautiful and also produce abundant fruits and vegetables. And I was reminded of this in today's scripture because James describes these two types of wisdom that we find. First, there is what James calls the earthly wisdom. He says it's unspiritual and devilish this wisdom is boastful and it's full of false truths. It's born out of bitter envy and selfish ambition that is in our hearts. And this is the wisdom that tells us that we, that we need to fill our lives with all of these heavy things, these things that weigh us down, things that are never really satisfying, but we go after them anyway. We continue to search for them because maybe if we have enough, we will be satisfied. But we never find what enough is. We never get there. This is the wisdom that always makes us want more. And it measures our worth, not by what we have, but by what we don't have. And by what someone else has. This earthly wisdom causes us to occupy ourselves with filling that bottomless pit inside. The pit that's never content, using any means to do so, breaking any bond, stepping on any toe to get what satisfies that gnawing hunger within. This is the wisdom that's like that fertilizer that grows, that, that beautiful, lush, tall plant with gorgeous green leaves, because these things are beautiful, And they look nice and they're fun. But there's no fruit. There's hardly any fruit there. It's really, it's the plant looks amazing when you first glance at it. But really, it's all just for show. There's nothing of substance. And then James describes this second type of wisdom. Wisdom from above. This is the wisdom, he says, is pure and peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruits, without a trace of partiality or hypocrisy. This wisdom is planted and fertilized with peace. Not a passive peace, though, a peace that we often think of that's an absence of something, an absence of conflict or worry Or or trouble or doubt. No, this is an active piece that fertilizes this wisdom. It's a piece that says that I'm not the center of the universe, even if, if it's my own universe of my own understanding and experience. This piece that says that while I am loved and valued, I understand that better and more when I love and I value others this peace that fertilizes this wisdom. It's a peace that is shown when I act out of respect and hospitality, when I give up center stage so that others can be applauded, when I bind up and heal, when I pour myself out in the name of God so that those around me might be loved. This active peace is the enemy of apathy. It turns the tables on injustice. It brings a sword that cuts through pretensions and falsehoods and prejudice and oppression. This is the peace that comes when we rest in the truth that we are God's beloved creation, and that that knowledge of being God's beloved creation is what fills that void that we have within us. We don't try to fill it with all those those pretty, shiny things, but we fill our souls. We satisfy our souls with that knowledge of God's unconditional love. So there is no more void within us. That peace, that God's peace is that fertilizer that grows the big and the beautiful plants, yes, that also produce abundance of fruits and vegetables. It's plants that are not just for show, but they do the good work of feeding the world. So what happens when we fertilize and we sow this world with peace, when we toss peace around like seeds and planting them in our hearts and also the hearts of others around us? James says that when this happens, we will reap the harvest of righteousness. The harvest of righteousness. It's this big, it sounds very churchy and very fancy, right? But what does it really mean? This is God's kingdom. This is the kingdom of God that is the body of Christ living as though we are actually Christ's body. It's a community of faith and faithfulness that lives in love with one another and builds a sanctuary against the life that tears down and separates. I met with the United Methodist Women Board this week, and we were talking about how right now it feels like the world has gone nutso. So and it feels that the world is trying to tear us apart at the seams. We're hurting one another. We're, we're not realizing the deep harm that we're causing one another. And I sat there thinking about this and we were all just lamenting and being sad in that moment. And I, I started to get goosebumps because I realized that that is why our mission of creating safe spaces to grow with God and one another, why that is so very important. To build a sanctuary wherever we are as God's people so that when it feels like the world is tearing us apart and pulling us down, we can come together, we can find healing with God and with one another, we can build one another up, make one another whole with God's power, so that we can go back into the world and be God's ambassadors. That is what righteousness is, what God's kingdom is. It's about being faithful in our relationships with God and with one another, honoring our covenants with those in the faith and those not yet here. Righteousness is about living as though God were the determiner of who was worth loving and who wasn't. I'm going to say that again. Righteousness is about living as though God is the determiner of who is worth loving and who isn't. That is righteousness. Living with God's wisdom within us, deep within us. But we see, we know that this this, um, scripture of James, it continues... And I like the way that the message paraphrases the concluding verses in today's scripture reading. So I want to read it beginning in verse four of chapter, or verse 1 of chapter 4. Where do you think all these appalling wars and quarrels come from? Do you think they just happen? Think again, James says. They come about because you want your own way and fight for it deep inside yourselves. You lust for what you don't have and are willing to kill to get it. You want what isn't yours and will risk violence to get your hands on it. You wouldn't think of just asking God for it, would you? And why not, asked James, because you know you'd be asking for what you have no right to. (laughs) He says, you're spoiled children, ouch, and each wanting your own way. And then he says, so let God work his will in you. Yell a loud no to the evil one and watch him make himself scarce. And then say a quiet yes, a whisper to God, and God will be there in no time. We are like spoiled children sometimes, aren't we? Wanting our own way. Thinking that we have all the wisdom in the world. And when we hear scriptures like this, I challenge us not to just think about all of those people that it obviously is talking about, right? All of those. But let's look in our hearts. And let's, I challenge us to think about how this scripture applies to us. How are we acting like spoiled children, just wanting to get our way, not looking for the righteousness of God around us and within us? So, do you know how I learned there are two kinds of fertilizer? I think you already guessed this. I used the wrong kind of fertilizer for my garden. I will show you the beautiful pictures of my huge tomato plants that I have gotten two tomatoes from. Now, I know it's a bad year for many people with tomatoes, but come on. I used the wrong fertilizer. Don't be like me. Use the right fertilizer. Amen. Amen. I invite you to share your prayers online and here if you haven't shared a blue prayer card with your prayer, please um, feel free to do so and you can run it up here or give it to an usher and they will get it to me. And let us continue our worship as we sing and prepare, prepare our hearts for prayer. You can stand. You may be seated. I have a few prayers that have come in. Marla asked for prayers that Joe and Beth receive the blessing they have been waiting so long for. And Jen asked um, happy marriage blessings to her cousin Jay and his bride Kate, who got married last weekend. Prayers of protection and comfort and peace and hope for the people of Afghanistan. And for our armed forces, and for all who are compassionately serving God's children. Linda asked for prayers for the family of Joe Moorhead as Joe passed away this week. And Sue asked for prayers for her mom, Carol, who is having knee replacement surgery tomorrow, and prayers for all in the path of Hurricane Ida as well as for Sue's nephew and his family who are on Wildfire Watch in Weaverville, California. And then Kathy asked for travel mercies to Jean and Chris, and then also prayers um, for Susan's brother. And as well as um, I do have prayers for joy, I was able to Um, participate in the the wedding of Brian Miller and uh, his bride Olivia at St. Albert's Catholic uh, St. Albert's the Great Catholic Church and I was able to preach in a Catholic church and it was so fancy and I felt very honored. And so just a shout out to Father Josh over there. And it was a wonderful, wonderful service, um, celebrating the love, of, um, just a, a beautiful love between them. And then also I do want to give um, a shout out to Jenny. When, if you see her or if you wanna email her, she is um, being officially certified today as a spiritual director. And so um, she's been working for a couple of years on this certification, so we're excited for her and to begin this new ministry um, for God through our church. So with that, let us go to our Lord in prayer. Oh God of wisdom, often it feels like the world has gone sideways. And it's easy to get caught up in what we think is wrong or foolish. To focus on those things. But Lord, help us instead to dwell in your wisdom. To illuminate the darkness and lead us to your truth. God, we ask for your wisdom to discern your ways and a path for our lives. We ask for your wisdom and how to deal with those whom we meet those with whom we live and work with, Lord, those with whom we drive our roads with and wait in line with. God, we ask for your wisdom in the difficult situations we encounter in our lives and in dealing with the injustices and the suffering in our world. And Lord, we ask for wisdom for our leaders, the leaders of our country and states our communities, our world, the leaders of our schools and our churches and our businesses. And God, we ask for your abundant and all-knowing wisdom as we reach out to those in need in our communities and those around the world. Be with us as we minister to those in hospitals and in recovery and in rehab those who are homebound and in nursing homes, those who are struggling with addiction and those who are in prison. God, we ask for a wisdom, your wisdom that not only enlightens us, but transforms us and guides us in our daily walk with you. God, we pray these things through the power of your spirit and in the beautiful name of Jesus as we pray together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who have trespassed against us. Lead us not into temptation But deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. As we go from this place, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and grant you peace. Go in peace and not in pieces. Amen. Have a great week.
2: Now be banished that your love is for the few. May the faith in you renew. May our hearts and minds be open. Bring the church doors open wide.
1: week, everyone.